us uh, the expedient, sorry, the law of ex, the law and expedient, the lawful and expedient one. So today we are covering the lawful and expedient two. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so happy. As there is. Uh, the Bible, so we're reading from First Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12. The Bible says, I'm going to read from, I'll read from KJV and then NKJV and then TPT. The Bible says from KJV, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me. The first one was, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. Final devotion by Professor Grace Lumega, Jan uh, 20, the 29th of July, 2020 or 2020. Yeah. So the title of the devotion is the lawful and expedient too. Yesterday we covered one. So the Bible says, I beg your pardon. First, we are reading from First Corinthians 6 and 12. The Bible says, all things are lawful unto me. But all things are not expedient. And then it continues to say that all things are lawful for me, for me. But I will not be brought under the power of any. And when we read that same scripture from, from the other, the, from, from NKJV, the Bible says that all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful, are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. I will not be brought under the power of any of those things. I will not be brought under the power of any of those things. Then the TPT version says, to those of us who are, you know, the TPT version says, First uh, Corinthians 6, uh, 12, it says um, that, um, Quickly, it's true that our freedom allows us to do anything, but does but that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do so as I choose, but I choose never. It is an option. You choose never to be enslaved to anything. To be enslaved to anything, the KJV Bible says, to be brought under the power of any. You choose. Never to be enslaved to anything. So let's continue. Um, the devotion says, or oh, Papa says, one of the reasons why one of the reasons why manipulation has crept into the body of Christ is because some ministers of the gospel have failed to understand the difference between what is lawful and what is expedient. One of the reasons why manipulation is into the body of Christ is because the very ministers of the gospel, the very men and women of God, don't carry the wisdom or they have not carried yet the wisdom for them to understand what is lawful and what is expedient as they lead the body of Christ, as 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 they minister unto the people that God has entrusted into their lives. So Papa says, 
they have failed to understand the difference between what is lawful and what is expedient. The Bible, sorry, Papa continues to say, the lack of wisdom to tell this difference has brought many of them under the power of money. It has brought them under the power of money instead of one preaching Christ dead and resurrected. One preaches money. Why do they talk about money? We shall see. Why? Why? Okay. Is it bad to talk about money? That's not bad. It is actually, it is, it is good. But there is a place whereby a minister gets off the, the, the gets off track, whereby he is, he is like he's brought under the power of money, the power of offertory, the power of um, fast fruit, the power of seed, the power of any of these things, you know, that happen in church. And the minister ends up looking, fixing their eyes onto the money than the Christ. You understand? Papa says that they will do all sorts of unimaginable things to compel people to give them, to give to them. They will do all sorts, all sorts, all sorts. That is according to their understanding. That is according to their knowledge, not according to the knowledge of God. Because there is no way in any, in, there is no way any person can really do things that are imaginable to compel people to give him, to give to them. No way. That's not spiritual. The Bible says in Timothy, the division, what does it say? In Timothy 5, 18, I remember last time I spoke about, I, I spoke about like ministers being entitled to uh, eat from whatever, you know, I spoke about that, but still Paul says, in, as we shall see in, in 1 Corinthians 9:18, that they are not supposed to abuse the power therein. Yes, as a man of God, you're supposed to take, you're supposed to eat from church, you're supposed to, but does that mean that you, you abuse your power or you're not going to work? Last time Papa Jonas was telling us, in this apostle has been also telling us that you, you, I, Queen Kathy, and everyone, as the minister of the gospel, you have to be the most working let people see you. Let people see you, and they let people see you as an example. You're supposed to be the most hardworking. You're supposed to be the most, the most excellent person at your place of work. You're supposed to be the most organized person there, so that people can see Christ through you. They can see the spirit of perfect perfection and hard work through you. From that, people will learn and be like, "Yeah, I can. I can now." You know, like our lives are episodes written and read of all men, all manner of men. Through the things that we do, men look at us and they either we either draw men down to Christ or we draw men far away from Christ. You understand? So Papa says the lack of wisdom tells this difference. To tell this difference has brought many of them under the power of money. That's when you see people enticing men to give things, to give them money to do uh, things that, you know, like one time I saw a post whereby a man was requesting for money to go to go to hell and was it to go to hell or something of that sort to cast to go to hell and 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 kill the demon that caused COVID. <laughs> I saw the post. I was like, God, these things happen. And the guy was looking for around some amount of dollars, and it was it was requesting for the congregation like. For people, it was actually put it on social media for people to help him, give him money to go to hell and, and kill the demon of COVID. My goodness. 
and these things are happening. And Papa says that the, because they, they, they don't know, they cannot understand what is lawful and what is expedient. Yes, okay, I'm supposed to eat from church, but is it... Okay, before, before even I go there, me as a man or woman of God, I'm supposed to work. I'm supposed to work. It is not church that is going to pay school fees for my children. It is not church that is going to pay my dinner. It is not church that is going to pay, you know, my shoe or, you know, the, the, like to pay everything of me. I mean, that, that I'm supposed to, to, you know, it's not just that I'm going to depend on or that I'm supposed to depend on for my entirety, for my wife or for the wife's family or, or my, my, maybe my, my cousin or my dad or my granny has called me. They want meat for the weekend, and then I, I tell the usher to give me a sum of money for me to buy for my parents something. Man of God, you're supposed to work. Your excellence has to be in you. Men have to look at you as their example. They are as an example to them. You're supposed to be exemplary, not to manipulate any kind of body. I mean, any body of Christ or whatever brethren, because of the position that you take in the gospel, because of because you are bishop, because you are reverend, because you carry a certain title, be it who all men respect you whatsoever, you're not supposed to manipulate men because you want to fulfill the desires of your environment, social and psychological need. You understand? Because you have seen the latest can then you smash the whole sum of money which would have used to be to pay for orphans or to cater for things that are happening around for you to satisfy yourself because you want to equate to want to equal yourself with another pastor that you saw was had you know quality clothes or you want to do things that don't even align themselves to them to the to, to the gospel because you want to 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 look for pleasure in the things that are not even godly at all you don't need to take advantage of men and women of god in church because you're supposed to do from there you're supposed to know get from there. The, the division continues to say, in First Timothy 5.18, the Bible says, Thou shall not muzzle. Yes, I spoke about that, that last time. But that's, this was in First Corinthians, I think, 9 from 8 somewhere, 7, 8 somewhere. So here it's the same scripture in Timothy. So it says that in First Timothy 5.18, the Bible says that thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. The laborer is worthy of his reward. Your is worthy of his reward. This scripture also continues to say. This scripture tells us that it is it is a good thing for those of the household of faith to bless their ministers. To bless your minister, it is so expedient. It's so good for you, by the way, to bless your minister, to bless your man of God. It is very good and so like like you feel pleasure for me. Like you feel so good, you know, both financially. In the material, you can see something good, and then you take to a man of God, or you buy some man of God, or you can even bless a man of God with any amount of money. This falls under the lawful purposes. This falls under the good expectations of the man or woman of God. The other side of the equation is, Papa explains, is it then expedient for you, since I gave you last time, is it expedient for you to demand, for you to demand, I'm a Christian, and exhort, exhort through the in in I beg your pardon. The the other side of the equation is: is it then expedient for you to demand? I'm just through the very obvious ways to.
so people can give to you simply because the ox should not be murdered? This is a question. Is it is it expedient for you to demand women of women and men of God or even preaching things that don't align to the gospel that are not spiritual? You make the spirit of God to speak, yet he has not spoken. You know? Because you want to reach a certain goal that is not even in any way spiritual. And I've come to realize that any man of God who does these things, the spirit of the, 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 the Bible says that the spirit of God convicts us into righteousness. The spirit of God usually tells them that's because this man cannot come out to say, hey, man, I know this thing, but man, inside me, I was feeling a different thing because they want to accomplish something they, as, as led by their spirits. The Bible continues to say, the Bible continues to say does, this, does it make right to catch, to attach a miracle seed to a miracle sum, for example? $70 for a sum, 70 blessing, simply because the scriptures urge those of faith to give? No, of course not. Like, give this kind of money or give a seed from Psalms 28 or give $100 for Psalms 100. Through there, God can bless you. Through there, something like this, like of a sort. Or the same person who taught about not muzzling the ox said, when I preach the gospel, I make the gospel without charge that I abuse not my power in the gospel. That is First Corinthians 9.18. He is the same person, by the way, First Corinthians 9, that was speaking about how men are how men of God, how men and women of God ought to eat from whatever they have gathered. I mean, whatever is gathered from church. But he is the same Paul that still explains that any man of God shouldn't take that. I mean, shouldn't take that. Shouldn't take that as a, an advantage to the rest, to the rest of the members in church, or even, you know, like those of who I don't know how much stand and then they bring. Those of who <laughs> I was once somewhere and then. Some of those things were happening. Right? Now, for me, I had worked with transport and then 500 Ugandan shillings to give. And then they called those of dollars. Then they, they from dollars, they called those of, now we got from dollars then to Ugandan shillings. Then they started Ugandan shillings 50, 100. No, it was a million. And then we went to 500. And then we went to 100. And then we went to, now for me, who had 500 coins. <laughs> I went last to give, <laughs> but there is always third. Oh my God, I also want to be there <laughs> of dollar. I don't want to also be there in that place of whereby when men call, because when men call up others, when a man of God calls up people with dollars, I should also stand. Actually, that was the place that I was desiring because I didn't know that that's not the way it is. It is supposed to be done, and you, you. Let me just continue. And you, you, you can, you might know. Oh my God! I'm having three minutes. Okay, let me just continue. He knew the dividing line between Paul knew the dividing line between lawfulness and expediency. As a minister, you must be cautious. As a woman, a woman of God, you must, must. This is not an option. You must be conscious of the fact that God is your source, not men. Don't look. Don't always look through pockets of men to satisfy your desires or what the things that you want. Don't always look through church or through anywhere, through pockets of men. God is your source. Queen Kathy, God is my source. 
say God is my source. God is your source. In each and everything, God is your source, not man, not your bank account, not your job, not anything. God is your source. That is the wisdom of those that value expediency over lawfulness. As a follower, the Bible apostle says, the devotion says, as a follower, you too must now. This is it's both to a minister and you as a follower, you as a person that is seated in church, you you must know. Papa says you must know this difference. Because part of being a mature because part of being a mature Christian is the ability to discern when a man or a woman of God is sacrificing expediency over lawfulness. You got to know, you have to discern. This wisdom will preserve you from manipulation. You don't need to judge those ministers, by the way. You don't need to judge those ministers. You simply have to be wise. Allow me go. This this is a few minutes, Papa, to go through another devotion. It is called um, it is it is it is a final devotion twenty seventh of December twenty fifteen. <laughs> it's called the Vantage Two. Party two point two. Then we're reading from Philippians two. Disadvantage point two, but you're reading from Philippians four seventeen. The Bible says, "Don't because I desire a gift, but I desire the fruit that may abound your account." Then the apostle says, "We as ministers owe God a certain accountability if we commit ourselves to minister to the lives of men. You have committed yourself to minister." You're accountable to God. I'm just going to read through, not explaining anything. Apostle continues to say, if a pastor is poor because he or she is not a principal giver, <laughs> I love that, and a rich man comes into the into his ministry, either that rich man is likely to become poorer or will leave and go to another ministry. There are various excuses that might be forwarded. For instance, the man of God may say that they correct only 200,000, I think that is going to change, in the church. That is not enough to cater for their daily expenses. And therefore, they may not be able to give their first fruit or give tithe as a ministry. Remember, even those of us that are, that are now this is, this is wisdom to ministers. That that all to to you know that the Lord will lead to start manifests over. This is you're supposed to tithe. You're supposed to be accountable to the ministry. You're supposed to tithe. You're supposed to give fast fruits. You're supposed to be accountable whatsoever. So Papa gives an example of a church. Back to the devotion. Who, which may say, ah, first we receive just a little money, just to cater for the things that we need. We don't have we don't have extra money to tithe or to give fast fruit or something like that. Okay, so he refuses to give his fast fruit and tithe because his mind is telling him he doesn't have enough. And this thing happens even sometimes with us. You know, you look at your kamane, you in your COVID, I'm not even working now. This kamane is only for me. But remember, it is God that has given unto you, you know. And that the scripture says that he who is, he who is faithful in the little, the Lord will increase him. 
if you're faithful with that little man and you'll be like, okay, um, I'm, I'm getting only, for example, 100 RMB for my day, for the, for, for, for the week, for my weekly shopping. Let me just get off 10 and, 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 and give. Let me just get off, okay, I'm receiving maybe $100. Let me just get off 10 and tithe. You know, you might look at your daily expenses and be like, hey, but this money is also not enough for me. How can I even tithe? But before you look into you, first look unto God. You understand? So Apostle says that the church might be there and be like, oh, the money that we have is only for, is only for to cater for the rent and all these things. So we don't have any other money. Okay, we don't have extra. They look at giving God as an extra thing. Like as we do, make a budget and 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 the last the last part of the budget you put things that you know you put some some amount of money for the things that will come up maybe that will come up you know they look at tithing and giving fast food as things that okay that will come after I've done my things after I've sorted myself you understand child of God let that be far away from you let that be so far away from you. When you receive money, or when you have money, or when you earn, or whatever, you are boss to that company and whatsoever, because we know we are going to be bosses all we are. What is what is the mind? Are you is your mind under the bondage of money? Are you being brought to the did 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 money just cover? It's like literally money is your umbrella, so you're working under you're under it. The Bible says, remember our same scripture, that none of those things should be brought. You shouldn't be brought under the power of it. You have to, the, the TPD says, you have to choose and know the expedient. Know the expedient. The Bible says no man is able to serve mammon and God at the same time. Either you, sorry, you either love money or you serve God. So the devotion continues to say, if a rich man should come into your congregation and sit there, even if he has the ability to help the ministry, Either you will have to manipulate him by the funny talk I've heard from ministers, Papa says, saying, get a seed of $700 for seven days, you'll receive a miracle. If you don't manipulate him, he'll just become a miner. Like we've heard these things from church. Like we say, bring a seed for this, and then you count five days, and your miracle is there. And by the way, if you, you land on someone who has... <laughs> who has been in these things and have not been working and then he comes to your ministry you ask them to buy some of money and after those days they don't receive trust me that guy will come back to you he'll come back to your office and say man of God you told me now it is I'm in the first these things are not manifesting <laughs> okay let's continue if the pastor does not do what he's supposed to do, then things start to happen around the ministry. The ministry is greatly affected. If you are a man of God, you you don't do what you're supposed to do, then the ministry is going to be greatly affected. We've always had our man of God say that for him, he even left the realm of 10% type thing. He's somewhere else I won't mention. You know, the division continues to say, ha, Papa, joy. <laughs> the rich man will be in a way restrained because the bible says show me a diligent man he will stand before kings and not mere men 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 proverbs 22 29 a diligent man will attack kings not mean men 
When a man comes into your ministry, when he is worth a million dollars, he ought to be able to increase. Now, men in your ministry, whatever it is, they're supposed to increase. They're supposed to increase. This is a suppose they ought to be able to increase. He cannot stick around and realize that after 20 years, his money is reduced by $400,000 without any increase. If the Spirit of God carries away that man to another ministry, understand, man of God, that this is not, that it is not church hoping. You are not diligent. And then he recommends that someone a prayer for the church by Apostle Grace Rebecca. Papa, here you can write it down. A prayer for the church by Apostle Grace Rebecca. You can go and look at it, look it out. Ministers owe, ministers owe God a certain accountability if we commit ourselves to the to minister the things, to minister to lives of men. Then allow me, Papa, just a few minutes, I promise by 15 I'll be done. <laughs> There's another devotion, another devotion, 23rd August, that is really linked to that. 20, 23rd August 2018, for devotion by Apostle Bruce Vega, 1 Corinthians 9, 11 to 12. Um, nine eleven to 12, I'm going to read from NKJV. The Bible says, um, the Bible says, if we have sown spiritual things for you, it is great. It is a great thing if we reap your. Is it a great thing if we reap your material things? If others are partakers of this right over you, are we not even more? Then the state of that heading was things that make ministers, and the the, the, the devotion says still the title says never beg as a child of God or minister. Never beg your congregation. Then Papa goes ahead to say, I have counseled several Christians who come to me disturbed by men of God who had told them that God had said that the Christians should give them a certain amount of money. You know, like, <laughs> let me go ahead. A lady once confessed that her pastor had said that God wanted her to pay school fees for his child or for his children. That's not right. I got to speak to me to anyway. Let's continue. A true man of God, Papa says, should never beg from his congregation. A true man of God, a true man of God should never beg from his congregation. More importantly, never cause God to speak where he obviously has not. God has said, give me this. God has said, give me this. The Spirit of God, now I see you giving me $2,000. I see you doing this. If God has not spoken, why do you go ahead to blaspheme the Spirit of God? That is spiritual abyss, Papa says. And spiritual abyss, unlike our theme scripture review, it puts a hindrance in the way of, in the way the Spirit of the Gospel of Christ. Never put people in place where they should feel coerced to give to you because you use the voice of God to manipulate them. And that God has spoken. God has said, God has said, God has said, I see you having this. God has said, I see you. You know, I see you. It has become, I see you in, in the body of Christ. I see God has said, God has said, I see you, I see you. <sighs> My God. 
know who you are and stand in the constant assurance that God is your portion. God is your source. Praise Him. God is your source. God is your source. God is your source, child of God. Every minister ought to understand that God is your sufficiency. God is your sufficiency. God is your source. Don't don't ever put any ultimate price on, on anything. God is your source. God is your source. God is my source. Yes, God might use men to, you know, to bless you. But that doesn't mean that you should demand them even when they have not said a word. You know? It is not in the ability, even if they bless you, by the way, it is not in the ability of a man that has blessed you with maybe a few dollars. No, it is by the grace of God. It is by the faithfulness of God. It is by the love that man or woman of God has towards God and towards the minister. You know, it is it is the love. It is the love. It is the love. Some, 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 even some, some. What, what some, some ministers of God do, like if they see someone who has whom they expect to give them or a rich man or something like that, they make them sit. They make them. They make those people that they expect. You know, maybe they might give them money, or they see they are rich, or maybe they are they are coming from well-to-do families. They make they give them a certain certain positions in church, or they give they give them. You know, they they have like special seats for them. This seat is for this one. This seat is for this one. Why? Not because of the way they see them in the spirit, but because of because of what they expect out of them. You understand? Some some lean on, 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 on politicians in their congregations for favor and source of continuity. Like we've seen these things happen. But 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 the Bible says all oh, the devotion to past told us God is your source. God is your source. God is your source. Never trust a man for anything. Never rely on a man for anything. Never see a man as your source. Never see a man as as your as, as your everything. God is your everything. God is your everything. God is your everything. Never trust a man for what good can do. Never put your trust in the flesh. If you do, then the scripture said there is that scripture in Jeremiah five seven, six five to six that that if you do, that that man will fail you at a certain point. We've seen how many praised men, and at the end of the day, the same man that was praising a man failed them. As a minister, people are not the reason why you stand. It is God. He is your source. He will uphold you. He will sustain you. He will increase you. He will multiply you. He will, I don't know, any word that he will do all those things for you. That is if you have trusted him entirely. We saw the account of Jesus in John 2, 24 to 25. The Bible says, but Jesus, Jesus, Jesus was, 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 but Jesus for his part did not trust himself to them. Amplified version. Because he knew all men. He didn't, he didn't need anyone to bear witness concerning a man. He needed no evidence from from anyone about men. For he himself knew what what was in the human nature. He couldn't. He could read many's heart. He could read many's heart and know now this is mm, 
let me just stand on good we saw his account when 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 you know that that, that when he's read Matthew 21 during that that, that triumphant entry the same multitudes that sang praises and, and heard him as he entered Jerusalem, they are the same people that, you know, we are saying crucify him. We are the same people. And we've seen these things. Sometimes, so God is useless. Let me not even take a minutes. God is useless. Let's go back to today's golden water. So never, never look through the eyes of men for your sustainability. God is your source and you look through. He will take you through everything. So never fear to start or to start ministry and, and or not even look at me now how many do I have in church? Now two others ones we cannot have enough to to, to not to pay for the maybe the building or to pay for anything. No. Look at God. What members are there? If members are there or not, look at God. Don't look at members now, we start, you know, looking at down this one doesn't now which job does this one have or this one now? This one sustain maybe they are look unto God. Let your trust be in God. And those people are not here. First Corinthians further study, first Corinthians uh, nine eighteen. First Corinthians nine eighteen. Is it here? Okay, let me read from my Bible. I wanted to Yabaluza. First Corinthians nine eighteen, I think we read it already. I I I never spoke about this last time. And okay, it says I'm reading from NKJV. What is it? What is my reward? Then remember that today we we, we spoke about a pattern of self denial. And uh, when you read you read through the entire scripture and then Paul says, let me just read actually from 17. If I do this reading, it was, it was, it was uh, speaking to the church how we would not, how, anyway, let me not go there. Let me, let me just read the scripture. What is my reward then? What when I preach the gospel? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. What is my reward then? Paul speaks to ask the church in Corinth. That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge charge that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. If you want to minister, if you're late to minister anywhere, never look otherwise but unto God. Never look otherwise but unto God. I won't tell you about how manifest in China started, but it was all good. It was all good. It was all good. And because the Bible says God is the same yesterday, today and forever and it will forever go be God and even up to now, it is good because we are persuaded that he who began the good work in us will carry it throughout. Will carry it throughout. So child of God, let it be good. Not even your granny, not even your papa, maybe papa and then your dad because we are rich or something. No, no, no. At the end of the day, let it be good. Let it be good. First Timothy 5.18. Let me go there quickly. Uh, First Timothy 5.18. Other study. I'm going to read from in from KJV. The Bible says, the Bible says, um, for the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, 
and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Yes, you're worthy of your reward, but child of God, look out for the expedient over the lawful. Golden nugget, as a minister, you must be conscious of the fact that God is your source. As Mark Winterthy, now let me speak to me, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm so conscious of the fact that God is my source. Not men, not the friends that you know, not your job, not, 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 not your, the rich money that you, maybe you come from a world to do family. Those are not your source, none of those things, but God is your source. That is the wisdom of those that value expediency over lawful, lawfulness. God is your source. God is my source. Don't look at anything. Or if you're to start anything, don't look at otherwise. Don't look at anything in the world. Don't look at how much you have you have you have you have, you have corrected all you have on your account or something to start anything. Start it and then God will see you through. God will multiply. God will increase it. Start it and trust God. That's how we began, by the way. That's how Baba has began here. Start it and trust God. Start it and trust God. It shows God that even even with even with anything, you can trust Him. And it's from that point that God increases you, God blesses you. From the lowest person that they know, from the person that didn't carry any value they know, to a person that that people honor and respect. You understand? So we we let's pray. Papa says that is the wisdom of those that value experience over. Knowing that God is your source, not me. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this word. I embrace it with joy and gladness. The wisdom of experience is mightily, is mightily at work in me. In this wisdom, I edify and never stumble, never stumble the brethren in Jesus' mighty, beautiful, sweet, awesome name. I've prayed and believed. Amen and amen. Papa Jones. Bye. Over to you. Thank you so much, Sen. Thank you so much, Papa Jones, for the opportunity. Bye.